on T, no shade, uh, Tony L and J, what type of tea they serving, is it Lipton, probably the type that Kermit be sipping, take your mouth and start to click it, this dope trio delivering substance, with subjects that's busting, uh, make you wanna join a discussion, real people, real topics, with a little bit of gossip, out in the bay, ripping 81 trade, uh, it's all T, no shade, all T, no Welcome, welcome, welcome. What's going on? Welcome to All Tea No Shade Podcast. We are serving tea without the shade. Like we always do. So pull up a seat and let's start sipping. Oh yeah, I'm ready. All right, before we get into who am I, let's say hello to our guest up in the bazil. Who we got this, this weekend? Hello. What's your name? My name is Monique Wilburn. Hey, Momo. Hello. Also known as... Mo Cherries. Mo Cherries. Mo Cherries. We'll find a little bit more about Mo Cherries in in our little interview (laughs) later on. But let's go ahead and get into the Who Am I? All right. Do you know how Who Am I works, Miss Cherries? Of course I do. Hey, I'm just double checking. You never know. Well, then you know that Mr. J. I am the champion. Is currently just. <laughs> I am the winner of, of it all. Is just beating everyone. Beast all right. Yeah. So. I think we should just start over fresh with zero, zero. Zero, zero. I think it's over. That's how you feel? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's go ahead and get into today's Who Am I? All right. So today, our Who Am I is oh, a. Lord. I have not been doing good. So let's go. 31 year old. 31. Rapper. Singer, songwriter, actor. He is from Pennsylvania. Okay. Never guessed that. Pennsylvania rapper. Uh huh. Logic. No. Okay. That's a good one though. But I feel like Logic (laughs) is actually younger or older. I can't. Oh, I can't tell. Very. This guy is very popular, and I kind of like literally like. I want to hang out with him. But it would be like some chill vibe, like a Cali party. Relax. Wiz Khalifa. Wiz Khalifa. Oh, I heard it on your tongue. I heard it on your tongue, but I beat you first. Dang it. Why'd you let him win, Mo? Uh, Hey, first of all. First of all, she ain't let me do nothing. Uh-huh. I, 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 I kind of did. I kind of did. I kind of did. Why is Wiz in the news? Wiz has a new boot thing, and they're making their little PDA appearances. Oh, so he's yeah. booed up with Winnie, Winnie Harlow. Harlow. I have no clue who that is. She's the girl with um, the model. Vitiligo. With Vitiligo. So she has mm. the spots, but she's like a model, so she's known for it. So she's real, she's real she pretty. She came up on America's Next Top Model. No. <laughs> oh, she's not. I think she's super cute. <laughs> no, I know she she's cute, but um, not like stunning. I okay, mean, she's definitely not like a Naomi Campbell, where like you would stop in your tracks mm-hmm. and be like, "Oh my God, who is this?" And if you watched her on America's Next Top Model, which a lot of people have, she had a really stank attitude. Yeah, I've heard that. I've heard yeah. she's very like a bad attitude. I think she's stunning though. But I need to go look at the picture. I need to look it up. What's her name? Winnie Harlow. First of all, that's just a really cute name. Yeah. I don't know if that's her actual name. Harlow is a cool name, though. That's a cool name. That's a a cool name that she she made up. So they're just dating, or they getting married, or something. No, no, like no, no, no. They're dating. They're dating. They're dating. Uh, well, I guess that's a step up. Would you consider that a step up from? Um, Who was he dating before? Amber Rose, right? Well, he was married to Amber. He was Rose. Amber to marry. Yeah, he was married to Amber Rose. Is there is there is there a step down from Amber Rose? I don't know. That's why I'm asking the ladies because. <laughs> 
I don't. I think Amber Rose is an upgrade, or I think Amber Rose is beautiful. I think it's an upgrade. Okay. You you think Winnie Harlow is an upgrade from Amber Rose? I do. Yeah. Why? Because of her past history, or just because, like, physically, you think she's? Because no, I think Amber Rose is just known. I think recently she's kind of coming into her own and is starting to like make her own businesses and become a businesswoman. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I think Winnie Harlow has just been a model. She's made her own way. I think. Amber gets support. Hmm. Okay. Well, so so you're looking at it as an upgrade because of, her, of the financial reason, the business, the background of the business. Yeah. Not the overall beauty person. No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Okay, gotcha. Beauty, I think, is to the eye of the beholder. Yeah. Who knows what we Wiz Khalifa thinks? He yeah. might think Winnie Harlow is the most beautiful woman, or he still might think Amber Rose is. It's true. You know, his right. thing. It's true. All right. All I know is I won. I'm sorry, Mo, but. You gotta take that L. Take that L. Take that L. Oh my gosh! Did you guys uh, beat him? I didn't if you want to did, you in, in your own house. Why do they always you know? say that though? What? That's what TJ said too. Take that L. No, they'd be like, I didn't want to embarrass you. Okay, whatever. I mean, because they don't, they don't want to feel. <laughs> y'all heard me say Wiz. I just didn't finish. You didn't say it before I did though. You if tried. you beat Jay Noetic, then hit us up on our Facebook page and let him know that y'all were the actual winners. Our Facebook. page Pages, all team no shade. All, all right, no Mr. Shade. Winner Winner Chicken Dinner. Yay. Winner Winner Chicken Dinner. Who's our listener shout out this week? Our listener shout out this week goes to um, Gerard Dowdery, who I think most of us here in the Tampa Bay area know, but I know L does. Um, Gerard actually um, yesterday doing the After the Tea Facebook live show where we recap the adulting life episode from last week. He was very active in the comment section and he actually shared the show as well. So we just want to shout out Gerard for being a day one supporter of all Tino Shade podcast. We definitely, definitely greatly appreciate that. Major shout out to Gerard. And speaking of the After Tea show, we actually had a really good tune in actually. I on saw. Saturday. So we had. There was a lot of chocolate men there. I should have uh, made it. I couldn't, but I wanted to. <laughs> we had over uh, 700 views. Yeah. And we had, over, we reached over a thousand people. So nice. That That's was good. Awesome. So tune in every Saturday for the most part um, for that because we're just trying to get content out and recap our episodes. Yeah. All get right. your feedback on it. What's next? Right, let's actually get into our guest today. Right. We have a special one in the business is a zilling. I'm excited. All right, the first question we always have to find out is what's your favorite all teen no shade podcast uh, episode? This is, is the most important question, Clearly. by the way. Um, there was one where uh, my name was mentioned during Uh-oh. your guys' discussion. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. I, but but that, that wasn't my favorite, but I mean, I do have to mention that one. Which one? That's I, because I, I, I... wish I could remember. You was, guys it, was it me about, or was it Jay? I think you mentioned it and I got happy about it. Oh, yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember the exact podcast, but that, that wasn't my favorite. I just had to mention that one. Okay. Shout out, shout out, shout out. But there was one, uh, it was pretty recently, you guys were talking about relationships mm-hmm. um, and a lot of different dynamics. Um, Unconventional? No, 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 it wasn't that one. Okay. Um, We've done a lot of relationship ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you guys were talking about like different types of dating, you know, we were talking about the apps and then uh, mm-hmm. you talked about, um, you know, when you should disclose certain things in a relationship. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Dang it. That's going to be. That one I thought was really, really good because you touched on a lot of, um, you know, different things. I mean, you talked about body shaming. You talked about uh, mental health. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Man, finances. what episode talked, was that? That it, was a good it one. Really, yeah, it, it really covered um, a lot of dynamics. It wasn't the usual, you know, 
boy meets girl, we date, do we want to do this? Do we want to do that? When, when do we become serious? Like it covered the gamut. So <laughs> that's what we try to do. Yeah. I think it was one about dating. I think, I don't know. I can't remember which one, but I remember, I remember yeah. saying it, but I remember listening to it and doing it, but I can't remember which one it was. All right. So let's find a little bit more about Miss Mo Cherries. So what do you do, boo? I do a lot of different things. Okay. As you know, Elle, um, I wear a lot of different hats. hats. Yes. Kind of a renaissance woman like that. Okay. But um, I am a realtor. Nice. Nice. Um, I've been practicing in Tampa since around 2004, 2005. Mm-hmm. Um, I've worked with builders. Um, I've done general, which is what I currently do. Um of course, you know, I have my acting and I have my dancing, which yeah. is how we met. Right. <laughs> Mo Sherry's is a beautiful dancer, y'all. Oh, I've never seen either, either one of you dance, but I'm You've working on that. You've never seen Elle dance? Elle does not invite me out to her, to her really? functions. For You've dancing. never seen me dance? I've been trying Monique, for don't you act surprised. I don't invite I, you I, either. Surpri- you yeah, sh- that's, that's you just show up. That's true. You, you don't invite me. I'm, I'm weird. It's been a year I have to and like making. stalk her and see where she she's literally going to be. does. <laughs> And just, She's like, you didn't think I was gonna be here. I don't know. I'm weird about support, you guys. I don't know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, then I also have um, another nine to five, which is in finance, which I can't really get too yeah. into. It's fine. Okay. Absolutely. Top secret. Right. I got you. <laughs> so how do you get into into realty? How did you get into that? Uh, that was something that I actually kind of fell into, which mm-hmm. is kind of a theme with me. Um, I just kind of fall into things, and they kind of blossom from there. Um, I went to the University of Tampa. Hey. Ooh, ooh. hey shout out, Spartans. And um, Are they Spartans? That's a mascot? We're, we're, I didn't know that. Spartans. And um, my degree was in uh, computer information systems. And in my senior year, um, I didn't have to take a full load. So I decided that I was going to do some temp work to kind of you mm. know fill in the space. Um, and I was interning and I realized that I didn't want to work in my field, mm. but I was really close to graduating and yeah. I wasn't about to start over. But, uh, one of the places that I tempt at was a builder. And so, um, I was helping them with, uh, closings, um, doing closing documentation, you know, getting keys for the homeowners, that type of thing. And when I graduated, um, the president of the company pulled me into his office and he said, you know, I really think you would be good at sales. You know, why don't you get your license and give it a shot? And since I was dealing with closing documents, I saw what these commission checks were okay. <laughs> that the other sales agents were pulling in. And I said, okay, let's, let's yeah. give this a shot. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Yeah. And it blossomed from there. Um, this was before the crash. Yeah. So I was doing very well, you know, right out of college, you know, 21, 22, just doing the most, you know, bought a house at 24 and, you know, a second property and um, yeah, I just thought, wow, I'm just going to stay here in Florida because I was from California. And I said, you know, this this is never going to change. You know, I'm, I'm just going to stay doing this for the rest of my life. And it's just going to be wonderful. <laughs> right. Nice. nice. <laughs> and, you know, fast forward. Three the or crash. Four years, crash happened. Yeah. 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 The crash happened. So, you know, but I was meant, um, you know, I've, I've managed to you know hang in there. Um, so I still practice. I still love helping people get into homes. I mean, there's nothing like working with a first-time home buyer and handing them those keys and just kind of taking them through the whole process and, yeah. you know, moving them in this house, especially when, you know, there's been some struggles, whether it be credit or, you know, getting a down payment amount, um, 
or you know a hundred different things that can pop up when you're trying to buy a house yeah yeah but i i really like you know guiding people through that process my questions (laughs) jay's always this is is our life jay's always like very um studious Mm -hmm. and so his question is going to be really about like real estate mine's are going to be the fun questions (laughs) that's true so what would be the title of your memoir Mm-hmm. Oh. Bodacious cherries. <laughs> it would have to have cherries in it. She's somewhere. obsessed with cherries, y'all. She has a tattoo. <laughs> um, maybe like the cherrylicious life of Mo. Ooh, mm, I like that. Yeah. I bet you do. <laughs> All right, Jay. What's your it's, question? It's my plight in life to be surrounded <laughs> by beautiful women. What can I say? Um, how do you how do you view the Tampa housing market? Is it a boom or bust? Is it what's going oh on? Oh my goodness, boom! I tell all of my friends who are still renting, <clears throat> don't look at me. Uh, <laughs> and Jay, I'm, I'm, I'm almost Jay. there though. I'm almost ready. Good, good, yeah. good. And when when you are ready, you know, call us a stuff. <laughs> but um, no. here's here's my view. Um, the Tampa market is booming. I mean, you can drive around. You see the buildings coming up. You see what mm-hmm. they're doing to the Riverwalk and I love the Riverwalk. Yeah, me too. And I mean, even where I moved, Seminole Heights. I like Seminole. They have I gentrified Seminole, though. But yeah. yes, and we'll 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 get into that. I mean, that's yeah. why I bought my house there. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, even you know somewhere like Seminole Heights, which is maybe 10, 15 minutes from downtown, you know, you can still find a reasonably priced house but for those of you who are still kind of on the fence and hemming and hawing about whether you should buy or not you only have i don't know maybe another year or so before you're going to be priced out of the market i mean yeah, the prices crazy. are going up and up and up and if you don't want to live in valrico or you don't want to live in plant city mm-hmm. or you don't want to move out to riverview you know if if you're ready willing and able um i would say now is the time and even if you're not sure if you're ready <laughs> I would say reach out to a real estate professional and, you know, get the help that you need, whether it's to boost your credit score, to start saving for a down payment. Um, and there's so many programs out there is there the other are. thing like that you just, you know, as a regular person working your nine to five, you don't know about. I mean, there's courses that you can take that can give you down payment assistance where you can go to the closing table with almost nothing and mm-hmm. still get the keys to your home. So it's just NAFTA. a matter mm-hmm. I like NAFTA. Mm-hmm. I told you I've been researching for the last okay. year. So I'm, I'm impressed. I actually saw a house on, I was looking this morning in uh, Ebor Heights, and this house was a bungalow yeah. for like it was a three, four bedroom for like 185 I was like, damn. Like, mm-hmm. it's not the best neighborhood, but it's right in the vicinity of where right. it's about to be redone. You yeah, know? exactly. So, yeah. Get get in early, you know. And well, it's just... probably going to happen for me in the next four or five months. So I've already, oh. I'm already... Well, that's awesome. Been grinding. What would you say are the popular areas or the par- areas where it's smart to get a house in right now? You feel like in the future mm-hmm. they're probably going to be really pricey. The next Hyde Parks, I would say. Well, I mean, I definitely have to mention Seminole Heights. Of course. Which, mm-hmm. You know, like I mentioned, where I bought my house. And, you know, I, of course, as a professional, did my research. Um, I saw or I see, you know, what's going on in that area. As Jay mentioned, there is a gentrification going on. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are coming in and, you know, they're tearing down these old bungalows. They're redoing them. They're flipping them, you know, putting in all the upgrades. And I mean, Seminole Heights is a bungalow community. Yes, you know? it is. So you're not typically going to get the 
2,000 square foot home or the 3,000 square foot home. No. But, you know, you're going to get a cute bungalow, Mm -hmm. you know, with a nice yard and, you know, maybe a wraparound porch. And, you know, it's always about location anywhere in real estate. Location, location, location. Right. You know? And like I said, that's 10 minutes from downtown. You know, you're close to 275. You know, you've got tons of bars and restaurants. I mean... Florida Avenue is becoming like Restaurant Row, right? In, in Seminole so Heights crazy. Area. Yes, Florida. You had the word Florida Ave. You're like, yeah, Psh, yeah. A couple years ago, more. you're like, yeah. nah. But now, I mean, it's just booming. So that is definitely um, one area. Um, I mean, I mentioned the um, the Riverwalk, which of course is beautiful, gorgeous, gorgeous, but it is not cheap, right? Um, yeah. <laughs> So that isn't really what I would say is an up and coming place. That is already it done came know, up, done came up, and uh, if it's you funny because the like coins, then go three ahead. or four years ago was it was really cheap to buy there, and yeah. then literally in the last like two years or so, property has like doubled price over there. Well, it feels you know, like some people have you know forgotten or you know, chosen um, to forget that there were basically projects there. Yeah, they used to be the projects. And they moved all of those people yeah. out of there mm-hmm. yeah. with the promise that they would have the option to purchase when no one they can't afford it. Wow. Again. So all those people got displaced and, you know, that's what happens. You know, that's part of that's terrible, but they're that's moving further and further you know, out. It's terrible, but it's yeah. also good in a, in a way because it we enjoy going to those neighborhoods. Like I enjoy going to Riverwalk and Seminole Heights yeah. area now. And yeah, and before that, you didn't, you, before yeah. yeah, definitely was not rolling through there at all. <laughs> at all. So since L says I, I ask only real estate questions, I do have one by the way that's not real estate. Okay, let's okay. see. All right, I think I know what it is. What? Nothing. <laughs> no, okay, you don't. Now, now I'm nervous. What's your favorite <laughs> drink of choice when you want to sip? C L. Oh, sip, 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 well, sip, sip. Since we me, are sipping, it really varies on my mood. Um, I am a big wine drinker. Red or white? White. I love a good riesling. I love a nice moscato. Um, but sometimes, you know, when I want to just get like a glass of thump of something and sip on it. And, a glass you know, of what? Have it relax me. You said a glass of thump? Something. Oh. <laughs> I was like, dang, I ain't heard that term before. I want um, that thump in my no, I, I am a big Grand Marnier fan. Um, a lot of times hmm. I just like it chilled and I can just sip on a glass of that and unwind. That's what's up. All right. What is one of the most challenging or the most challenging thing about being a realtor? Oh, so many challenges. Um, you know, I I say any business where you're kind of in customer service right. is mm. going to be difficult. Absolutely. You know, I definitely have had buyers that have been a challenge. <laughs> um, like buyerzillas? Yes, yes, exactly like that. And, you know, even though I love working with uh, first-time home buyers, you know, sometimes that's kind of where... Um, they have an unreasonable the expectation. Yes, yes. Because they become. don't know. Exactly. They don't know. And, you know, it's it's hard to sometimes just trust that this real estate professional right. <laughs> is the professional mm-hmm. and the expert and is giving you, you know, good advice. Yeah. So, you know, I, I remember and I was just talking about um, this this yesterday to uh, a group of realtors that I work with. Um, I had a first time home buyer. Mm-hmm. And I was, um, you know, starting to go through the process with her. And I told her that we needed to get a Mm pre-approval. 
which is, you know, just basically a statement from your lender saying that, you know, yes, this person can purchase a home up to $200,000. Right. And, you know, of course, they run your credit to do that. Yeah. And this lady fought me so hard (laughs) on getting this pre-approval. And finally, I said, well, you know, anywhere you go, they're going to ask you for this. If I take you out and we're looking at homes and you fall in love with something Mm -hmm. and you want to submit a contract, if I don't have this pre-approval, you don't have a leg to stand on. Because now I'm going to the buyer saying, well, yes, she wants to buy this house, but no, I have nothing stating that she can afford to buy this house. Mm -hmm. And she said, well, I just feel like you want me to get this pre-approval because you don't believe that I can afford that. Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow, that's crazy. I was like, okay, you know. Um, thank you so much <laughs> for, you know, reaching out to me, mm-hmm. but you know, I, best we go our separate ways. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely not going to do that. So that, that would be one frustration. Um, and then the other one sometimes is when you're going to, uh, list somebody's home, you know, people have emotional attachments yeah. to their houses. And when you try to tell them that their home maybe isn't worth as much as they think it is, yeah, yeah, a lot of people have a hard time swallowing that pill. Like, what, what do you mean? But I painted this wall with mm-hmm. you know silk paint, and you know this this should be at least thirty thousand dollars upgrade. And it's like, no, it's that's really, not how that translates. No, yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> what what did you do in your kitchen? Yeah. What did you do in your bath? <laughs> Those are going to be the two biggest huge questions. Points. Yeah. Gotcha. All right. I don't have any more. You have any more for Miss Miss Cherry over here? Yes. Last one. Very important. Oh, okay. If you could have any superpower, oh, what would it be and why? Don't say be invisible. Cause no, I don't want to be invisible. Um, <laughs> clearly not. <laughs> um, I would want. Uh, the power of telepathy. I would want to be able to read minds, like move things with my mind. I definitely don't want that. Don't read my mind. I want that power. <laughs> I want to know. Why you had to look like that, Jay? Everyone. <laughs> I, but I mean, I, I want to have control of it, of course. Like I want to be able to turn it off and on. I don't just yeah. want to have a flood of yeah. thoughts just like invading my headspace all the time. But yeah, that would be great to really be able to know what someone's really thinking. If someone is really being honest with you. I don't you know, know if I want to know. Yeah, that would be tough. Especially, I don't half I don't, the, I don't say half the stuff I really think about. You know what I mean? Like I've learned to just like, mm, you know what? I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to leave it leave it to myself. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to internalize that and just move forward. But yeah, that would be kind of crazy having to have all those thoughts. Yeah, all right. Definitely. Well, thank you, Momo. And Mo's going to be with us for the whole episode, y'all. That's right. All right. So how was everyone's week? My week has been pretty good, actually. Um, I can't really complain. I mean, have y'all felt today's weather? I mean, today's weather is amazing. I have amazing. yet to yeah. It's, it's a oh, beautiful actually, day, for sure. Um, I love it. This week, for me, has been just busy. Uh, a lot of stuff going on. And I'm starting to feel a little, little sicky-poo. But... Um, is it allergies? Cause my allergies were killing, no, kicking my ass when I came no, over here earlier. I don't have allergies. I did something stupid that once in a while I do, where like I was working out late at night, and you know I just got lazy, mm. and you know you stay in these wet clothes under the AC. It's easy to get sick that way. Yeah, that's for sure. But yeah, so I, I fall. I'm pretty excited because it feels like fall is finally here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's here to stay officially. But it's supposed to be 67 degrees tomorrow morning when we wake up. So I am really excited about that. Are y'all, um, you don't like cold weather? No, no, I'm not a fan of the cold weather at I all. I don't, I don't love cold weather, but I like in between weather. 
I mean, I'm okay with, you know, a couple days of the 60s or whatever because I did just order these new Jessica Simpson thigh-high boots. I mean, why not? Mm. <laughs> and I'm only going to be able to wear them. It's like a couple times, exactly. Yeah, about maybe maybe four days this year. Max. <laughs> so. One of them with shorts on. <laughs> 60, exactly. Yeah, that's about as cold as I wanted to get, 67. Anything I love that. fall up north. Fall used to be my very yeah. favorite season when I lived up north because... All the leaves change colors. Mm. It's so beautiful. Like, oh. Yeah. I used to dress so nicely in fall and winter, winter time. Up north Virginia. <laughs> I want it to be cold. I want it to be, have a cold winter, you guys. I so don't. bad. I don't want it cold, but no, I like it. Don't you remember a couple years ago, it got like to the 40s? Yes. For like a month? I took out every, first of all, I was dressed to the nines every day of that month. I was miserable. I, I went in the back, I took out my own winter clothes and I was in love because all my old stuff that I haven't seen in forever, mm-hmm. I was pulling them things out. I'm like, yo, these are cute. See, I couldn't do that. Like, I've lived in Florida for so long, I don't really have winter uh, clothes. I don't have any So clothes. it was just me layering up a bunch of summer clothes. Yeah, basically. <laughs> on top of each other, like, okay, how many pairs of tights can I wear? Like, how many cardigans can I layer on? It was no like winter coat and winter boots. How was your week? Why you had to say it like that? I know he got like. I know. I was like, what did I do? I I didn't do anything. She didn't do anything wrong. I just like I like startling her. He got real stern. Okay. She liked that though. Every now and then. Well, hey. Um, my week was pretty decent. Um, nothing spectacular over here. I was saying um, before the show started that I saw some pictures of her dancing earlier this week. Oh. And I was I was, I was going to say, you look so happy in the pictures when you're dancing. Not saying you don't look happy now, <laughs> but in the pictures, you're like, like no, a whole other world. that is definitely Elle's happy place yeah. is on the dance floor. Facts. <laughs> all right. I guess we got, we all had great weeks then so far. Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and move on to that sounds. Your most favorite posi- um, place. Don't lie. Well, I, I gotta, Don't lie. I, I got to cue the um the music, though. Hold on. That sounds familiar. That sounds hmm. familiar. This is where we go against each other. Ooh. I'm very competitive, as you know. Yes. Bring it. Bring it on, honey. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah. First of all, Jay looks so happy about this sounds about right. He loves this little clip. All right. So <laughs> you do know that I know y'all are friends. Okay. Ain't no friendship but here right though. Now, right now, no we competing and stuff. You need to whip her ass because she ain't lost in a while. Oh. So she's been on it, even though she hates this segment for the reason. Hate it. She hey. loves it because she's winning. Hated it. Hated it. Hated it. I love you. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to play some songs. Okay. And you want to answer before she does. You either want to say the name of the artist or the name of the song. Either one works. Gotcha. FYI, for the sippers out there, all these songs can be found on the All Tino Shade Spotify playlist. We do not own the rights to these songs. We want to make sure the artists who created these master masterpieces get their recognition for doing so. All right. So the first song came out in 2017. Okay. Oh, recent. This is a recent one. This can go either way for me. Yeah, you've been, you've been <laughs> kind of on it, though, lately. So here we go. It's a great song, by the way. Chris Brown. No. Not Chris Brown. Drake. Tigger. Travis no. Scott. My guy pretty like Khalil. Khalil. Khalid. Khalid. Nope. Khalid. I have no clue. Party next John door. Legend? Nope. <laughs> oh, it sounds familiar. Future? No. 
Um, it's not the weekend. No, come on. Zippers. You turn it up a little bit. Zippers, do you know? Can't you see I am the big man? Bryson Tiller? No. All right. Are y'all stomped for this? Wait. Let me get to the course. Migos? Nope. Lil Uzi Vert? Nope. <laughs> She's trying, though. I know. It has to be a newer I, artist. Cause no, it's not. I can recognize the... Y'all gonna be so mad. Hold on. Wale? No. no. Hold on. Shush. I need pure silence. I don't like the fight and the fighting, fighting. Revenge in the air makes my lungs. Oh my gosh, I know the voice. I just can't think of the name. I know this voice. This is gonna drop me. Hold on. Oh my god. Oh, um, long guy. What's what's his name? I'm not. I can't give you no hint. It's really you. You know who I'm talking about? Got a name him though. Miguel. No. No, it's the guy that sings. Um. Three. No, no, no. I know his name. I know his name. He's he's a black guy. He is black. He's homosexual. He is. Yes, I know who. Frank Ocean. Yeah. Yes, Frank Ocean. <laughs> Thank you for letting me win that. Yeah, you let her I win. I could not think of his name. He's actually bisexual, but yes, but yeah. So Frank Ocean. This that's Frank Ocean. Thank you, Mo. Y'all struggle uh, on that one. It's so sucks because I know his voice, but I don't know it, know it. Like, you know, like yeah. I love his Novocaine, but and thinking about forever or thinking about you. But thinking that's like, about you. I love that. That's the only not, two songs I really listen to. He's not actually in the radio so, a whole lot, so it's hard to remember yeah. his voice. But That particular song I've never heard. Chanel. It's called Chanel. It came out in 2017. So what is Frank the Ocean's real name? It's not Frank Ocean. <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, somebody actually picked the name Frank? Like that's he close. picked the name What's, Frank? No. Franklin? Frankie Franklin Ocean. No, close. His name is Christopher Francis Ocean. Oh, he didn't do. Oh, he, so Ocean it's like his real name. And so is France, Frank, really. Francis. Yeah. Pretty much. It's pretty much the same thing. Okay. All right. So it's one zip L, even though you knew it, I but you it had to get You like, gave it to us. I'll take it any way I can get it, boo. All right. So <laughs> second song came out in 2013. Okay. This is it. a very popular song. So I guarantee you when you hear the beat, you need to say it quickly. All right. He's saying that for you, not for me. 112 Peaches and Cream. <laughs> no. <laughs> I hate you, but that's what I be doing. Okay. Pharrell. Blurred lines. Robin Blurred thing. lines. Damn it. Pharrell isn't mm, it mm, though. Mm. Hey, hey, hey. 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 Hey, hey, all right, so maybe I'm going blind. Hey, hey. Robin Thicke has been dating. My. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Robin Thicke has been dating a model, April Geary, here lately, and they are expecting their second child together. How old is April? She's like 22. It's ridiculous. Like 24. Yeah. 23, 24. Mm-hmm. So that is young, <laughs> super young. Yeah. So it's one one. All right. Oh. oh. All right. <laughs> well, we do five. Oh. So we do five. Okay, then. <laughs> All right. So next song came out in 2004. Again, another popular song. Be on it. Oh, good. It's my college years. Locked up, Akon. Yeah. Damn. She said it was her college years. Right. You know this one, L? You know it, though, right? Yeah. Hey. This was a great song. So. She brushing her shoulders off. 
Akon recently made an announcement that he's seriously considering getting involved with politics. What part of Congress did he say he's going to consider running for? President? Yep. Senate. Oh. President of the United States. He said that he was giving some kind of speech to some award show. And it's he like was Kanye. Like, Everybody wants to be president. I mean, after Donald Trump can do it, apparently anyone can be president of the United well. States. I mean, frankly. <laughs> so... The bar is set low. Oh. I mean, Akon at least like got water to his country. Oh, he's doing a lot of good things out in his country. Note, did y'all see the Ti video with the uh, Melania oh, Trump? I didn't see, it, but I heard a lot of controversy. Yeah, I've about heard it, though. but I didn't Been see it. Was it that bad though? I mean, it's someone who looks like Melania Trump. <laughs> I don't know why she's sure so thing. upset about it. I mean, she's been. T- She's done new modeling. Yeah, I mean, you, I've literally you, I've you seen see her actual pictures of Melania Trump nude. Yeah, yeah. so I don't she know. need to get over. It. Talking about she need to boycott, boycott Ti. Anybody boycott no, Ti? That's not gonna happen. All right, L, you're down two one. You need this L for the first time in a few weeks. L, <laughs> don't, don't hate. This song came out in two thousand six. Yes, you were old enough to know this one, so don't want give, don't give me that look. Don't give me that look. Here we go. <laughs> Rick Ross. Cameron? Nope. I'm black. That's the name of the song. Okay, I got the name. I know. You don't know. You don't know who it is. So this is Styles P. You know the Locks. Remember the Locks? Ah. Oh my God. So Styles P. From the Locks. So this song came out called I'm Black. It was a banger. I actually hoping he would re- re-release it now. Cause I don't remember this song. I don't um, remember this at all. Yeah, so um, how tall is Styles P? Five, six. Damn, good guess. Right? Five, six. Five, six. complete guess. Well, <laughs> I don't even know what Styles P looks like. <laughs> he's short, apparently. Shorter than me. All right. You have actually defeated... Miss L over here. Congratulations. Oh, Congratulations. L. We're going to do one more for the sippers just in case they are ahead of you or retired with you. Oh, okay. So you are, you are officially in the in-house winner, but we're going to see. All right. This song came out. L, you still can guess too. Don't feel, don't pile. from the 90s. That's really my problem. Mm, no, <laughs> every time I do the 90s, L gives me the ugly face. So I do. Oh, really? So, but I still do it yet. anyway. Mm-hmm. I was born, but I was still really young. <laughs> so this one came out. This is actually a new song. Okay. Came out um, last week, actually. Listen for the voice. Great song, by the way. Take me back to Georgia, back to Atlanta. Funny how present turns past. This isn't music, is it? No. Good guess, though. Sippers, you know who it is. Is it Neo? No. I got them stumped. I got L stumped this week. This isn't the guy who remade Trippin'. Jaquez, Jaquez. Oh, no. Another good guess, though. It's He's, a new artist? It's a new artist. Um, Brett Fias? No. You've done him as a... Who am I before? All right, I'm going to stop it. I don't know. So this is Daniel Caesar. Oh. 
and name of the song is called Who Hurt You. And it came out actually last Friday. All right, Sippers. Well, I don't know if you won or not, but please let us know in the comments. Congratulations to our winner here in L's home. You okay, L? You're all right. Don't be salty. I don't like you. Congratulations. All right, let's get it. Moving on. Moving on. Moving on up. To the to? east side, to a apartment in the sky. sky. That you own, not rent. Okay, you know, who wrote, you know who wrote that song, by the way? Who? Quincy Jones. Hey, okay, I saw his what? movie. Did you and finally, watch it. I did not realize how epic and he was. Absolutely, because he's still I living. He's still alive. Yes. I told you. Holy right? hell! If you haven't seen the Quincy movie, you need to like. I didn't the realize. Like, you know he was Motown, yeah, but, he, like, you don't realize he's Frank Sinatra. Frank like, Sinatra. Yeah. Whoa, that's yeah. different. Like, yeah. he literally, when you watch his movie, it's a, it's what he that's had amazing. his foot in and his hands in. It was crazy. And it he's, sucks because his family suffered because of how involved he was in the music industry because he was never at home. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. But um, you see the part with Ray Charles when he was Ray Charles was doing the concert. Yeah. And uh, he was singing to um, Quincy. Quincy Jones. Mm-hmm. That was a real empowering moment. But it's a great movie. You see, have you seen it, the documentary? I saw some of it. I fell asleep. Yeah. I'm so annoyed that his kids got annoyed with him when he did that interview about like the he was talking about um, Marvin Gaye being bisexual and he did that in in the documentary. No, he did an interview. Oh, oh, okay. I missed that interview. But, oh, how'd you miss it? Oh, it was in the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Yes, 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 And yes. he was fine with it in, when it came out, but then apparently his children had an intervention with him, and so he Tell said he was he would stop like disclosing things on for their like behalf kind of dealio. But but like, why? Why would they get so upset about that? I mean, it's not... Because I think they have to live with it. Like, he's, at, he's 82. He don't care. Right. He gonna speak the truth, but for them, like Marvin Gaye's children might be their their friends. That's you know true. what I mean? Like That's true. these are the people that they are seeing on a daily, and you know they don't have that eight year old. I don't give a hell spirit. But then again, I mean, if they're the younger generation, I mean, someone being bisexual should be completely fine. Yeah, you know? I think it's not just the bisexual. I think that he came out and like told him that he was like screwing Marlo Brando, and no. I, I, I mean, that, he started giving <laughs> he started giving deets on. Who did who? I think that's what got him. Okay. You imagine how much dirt these people know. You know how much dirt Quincy Jones knows. I know. I would love to hear it. Oh, just as a as a um, as a fan of. We just got music. so distracted. You All guys, right. it's sip of the day. All right, <laughs> sip of the day. Let's get it. <laughs> Sip of the day is 40 acres and a mortgage. We are talking all things real estate. We're talking all things real estate in this new 2018 world. That's why we have our girl Mo Mo Mo. That's right. To give us some professional insight. All right. I think it'll be a great topic. So in the modern age, I think one of the biggest things that I've heard, and now I'm actually seeing more and more articles debunking, is that you should buy, you have to buy. Right. Why? Okay. I'm really glad that you brought this up because uh, there is this thing with, you know, Generation X and the millennials where it's like, oh, buying homes, that was for our parents and our grandparents. We should just rent our whole lives and spend our money on travel and, you know, experiences. No, that is not the way to go. If you are an average working adult, like all of us sitting here at this table, buy a home. It is an investment. Absolutely. Okay. 
I, you know, just to speaking personally, I know that my mortgage on my three bedroom house with this ridiculous yard that I own is less than pretty much all of my friends that are currently renting. Mm. So here you are as a renter, giving away your money, giving away your money, giving away your money. You'll do that for the rest of your life and you'll never own the space that you're in. But I think there are probably some people who just like the idea of having that much money over their heads, right? And it's kind of intimidates them. I can understand that. And I I believe in, in some areas it makes sense. Like if all of us lived in New York, for instance, yes, we would probably be renting for... Most of our lives, you know, right. we, we might never buy, you know, anything, which yeah. is why everyone moves to Florida. But the fact of the matter is Move we back. are in Florida. And when you're in a place like Florida, like Texas, you know, um, Louisiana, you know, in certain areas, Georgia in certain areas where it is a market that is very viable for you to be able to buy and still live the type of life that you want to live, then by all means, like that's what you should be doing. You should be investing in your future. Yeah, I I agree. Um, I feel like home ownership is down among millennials, but I don't know the stats on it. But do you think part of that is because salaries don't match the household median mediums, or do they just no? And, you know, and I I would actually say that that's incorrect. I mean, people are still buying homes. People still have that dream of home ownership, and especially among the black community, I would I would just love 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 to see us own more instead of renting and paying for someone else's dream you know if let's say for instance you're renting a home and you know you're paying twelve hundred dollars a month rent to the person that owns that home and that mortgage might only be actually eight hundred dollars a month yeah so you're paying for their home plus a little extra financing their vacations their Mm -hmm. trips you know where you yourself could own a piece of land. And that's that's the thing that people realize like or don't realize. Land is a commodity. Like once you have it, like there's there's no more land. Okay. Yeah. There is a finite amount of land. So get your piece of the pie, you know, before you're either priced out of the market or, you know, there's just nothing for you. And I would just love to see us create that generational wealth, you know? Absolutely. Like I'm from the Virgin Islands. Um, and there is a home that my great grandparents built. It's at the top of a hill. It overlooks the ocean and you know, they've passed on, but that is the family house. Yeah. We own that property and it is for anyone in the family, no matter what your circumstance might be. Maybe you're not cutting it in the States and things have become too, you know, come too hard. You can always go back to that. We have that. We own that. And people don't have that mentality anymore. So you really need to be thinking about not just the now, but also the future. Um, For some people, and that's something for me, too, is I always go back and forth of whether or not I'm going to stay in Tampa, right? And so home ownership for a lot of people, it can be um, a scary thing because you're committing, you know, to living somewhere, right? And and I think when our generation or millennials... um, we and the Generation Z, we are down in home ownership compared to our our parents, right? Um, back in those days, our parents, obviously, the majority of them owned homes much quicker than the current generation. Um, and I think one of the things is having a home, aren't you kind of stuck? 
See, and that's the thing. You're actually not, um, because I go back and forth with this all the time, whether or not I'm going to stay in Florida um, or, or not. But I mean, regardless of that, I'm not going to be throwing away my money playing, paying rent. I mean, I've only been in my current home less than two years. And if, you know, tomorrow I decide to get up and go, I'm happy with the knowledge that I could sell that home for probably about 30000 more than I paid for it. And it hasn't even been two years. Yeah. That is an investment. You want your money to work for you. If you're renting, your money is never going to work for you. And I think the benefit of owning a house is that even though, even if you move, I had those same concerns. I was like, man, if I buy this house, I'm stuck here. But you can move and always rent it out, right? Because someone mm-hmm. is always looking to move to to the Florida area. Exactly. Now, granted, you have other issues that come about and having to manage a property now, right? That's a whole other issue by itself. But I don't necessarily think that we are, are trapped here like we used to. But black ownership, I was reading the stats earlier, black ownership is actually uh, low. It's actually 41.2% of home, home ownership. And they said that um, it's the lowest it's ever been since housing discrimination was legal. And so I guess my question is, uh, given the salaries are rising slowly and not keeping up with inflation, how can black Americans purchase a house and help better their lives. Well, that's where I say, you know, it's important to reach out to a professional because, um, as I mentioned before, there's tons of programs out there. So don't think that because you're not making six figures or because your credit is a 520 that you cannot purchase. Where there is a will, there is a way, and there is someone out there to help you. So don't think that homeownership is something that's beyond your reach. I mean, you might be... And you know what? That's the thing. A, A lot of people... They've never grown up in a home. It's always been, you know, well, I grew up, you know, we were in this apartment or yeah. that apartment. We rented this house, and that's just how it's always been. No one's ever owned a house in my family. Like, that that doesn't have to be the norm, you know? And it's, it's, it's not as hard as people think. I, I think, yeah. I think there's, there's a lot of fear because, oh, yeah, people don't have, absolutely. Yeah, because people don't have the knowledge. Like, I know people personally who I, I call home hoppers, mm. you know? They buy homes in areas where it's really low. With you know, you know, with the plan to stay there maybe two to three years, as soon as the prices start going up, they sell that house that they're living in, make that profit, move somewhere else. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah, I think people are intimidated for sure, and I think they feel like they don't make enough money to afford a house. Mm-hmm. And but what I learned is that because you don't have to get the most pricey house, right? At the top of your budget. So maybe another option is okay, this is how much I make. Let me buy a house that's way below my budget, but I can still put value into it and so that I can get some money out of it. Cause you're still a homeowner, but I think people say, Oh, well I want this I want this banging ass house and it's like you yeah, don't have to start off that like, way, right? Measure your expectations, you know. Yeah. I mean, I deal with a lot of people that have champagne taste on, you know, a beer budget. So <laughs> I am one. <laughs> so, you know, measure that. And Me I too. I'm I'm somewhat, you know, guilty of that as well. I mean, I like nice things just like the next person. But, you know, I like to be smart, too. So, But isn't that I, a pretty high number, Jay? 42% of black? That's actually low. They said it hasn't moved since, since like, 1962. But if we are 13% of the population, but we represent 42% of the homeowners... No, that's just black... Well, they said black home ownership rate is at 41.2%. I don't know what... Oh, so this is just a rate amongst black... Amongst black people. Oh, okay. Amongst black people. Mm-hmm. Saying So out of 100% of black people, only 41% of us actually own a house. So, um, but I think part of that though is also housing discrimination. Even though they don't say they they say equal housing opportunity, but I think we all know that 
a lot of the laws and bylaws that are set up has been set up to pro- progress Caucasians forward. You know, black people mm-hmm. have had issues with uh, getting loans, right? Getting dis- dis- discriminated against for loans, high interest rates getting offered to us, rezoning, rezoning. So you only only can buy in certain demographics that they allow you in. So I agree that the wealth gra- the wealth gap we can can increase it based on buying houses, but I think we all aren't in the same position to buy houses as other people. I mean, that type of thing with loans and with, you know, red, redlining, uh, which is what it was called. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. um, I mean, that's not really that prevalent today. And, you know, as, as I keep saying, you know, reach out to the right professionals. I mean, if you're a person of color and you feel comfortable, you know, just working with someone who looks like you, then do that. I mean, there's loan officers. There are, you know, credit restoration people that look like you, you know? And so I, like I said, pricing, I I don't really feel like that's it. And I don't really feel like um, loan, you know, mortgage lenders are really keeping us out. Um, I don't really feel like that's something that's really prevalent uh, these days. Yeah. I mean, I'm definitely in the process of of trying to buy. And I think a lot of it is not being educated, not knowing, Mm -hmm. not educated and school wise, but just not having information to know what's out there, yeah. what you can do. Because I didn't know that just because you can have a score of five eighty and still get get approved for mm-hmm. uh, for a house, first time home buyer. So I think a lot of people think, oh, they don't know the credit, so they don't actually try because they're so find intimidated. Out your credit score yeah. is very important. Oh, why haven't you? Important. You've been here for a long, a pretty long time, and I don't know your financial situation, but I I would imagine that you make a good enough amount of money to buy. So the only reason you haven't bought is because you think you may move? Or what else other reason is there for you? I think, yeah, for me personally, I don't think buying a house right now is what I want to do or haven't felt appealed to do. I think it's one of those just personal decisions of I'm still deciding or debating where I want to live. And so um, until I decide exactly where I want to live, at least for now, I think it would be impractical to buy a home and then pick up, you know, in 12 months and move yeah. somewhere else. But you don't think it would be practical to have a mortgage that's $400 less than your rent is every month? I think it would be practical to have a mortgage that was that low, but then I think it'd be impractical to have to also deal with a lot of the homeowner finances, right? Um, so right now... You know, the benefit of living in an apartment is I come home and anything's wrong. I call my, you know, my landlord. Mm -hmm. They fix it for me. I don't have to worry about it. It's just everything is done. I don't have to worry about anything. It's just signed, sealed and delivered every month. Um, I think when you're a homeowner, you don't have the ability necessarily call someone else because if you are, you're paying them. Um, and so there are unexpected expenses that come with being a homeowner. Like your roof can go bad, your yeah. AC can cut off, and in Florida, like that is. That's why you have insurance, though. You you do, but there's still copays. There's, I mean, owning a home, I don't want to. It is a big responsibility, um, and I just don't want to deal with that big of a responsibility. Right I now. mean, the, the first home that I bought was a townhouse in a gated community, so I didn't have. To, I mean. Like, like you were just talking about, oh, if the roof goes bad or something like that. Or, you know, someone even to mow the lawn. I didn't have to worry about anything like that. It, it just depends, you know, on where, where you live and where you buy. Yeah, I, for me, if when I purchase, I hate, like, 
HOAs. I hate anybody really being able to tell me what to do with my own damn house and what color to paint it. So I know (laughs) that I'm not going to buy a condo or a townhouse. I'm going to buy probably a bungalow. I'm not going to buy it in a subdivision because I hate them all looking the same. Really nice condos out there, though. And so, apartment, it's like if you decided you wanted different floors or different countertop, you can't do that either. Yeah, I can just move. Okay, then there's the expense of moving. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I think everything comes. Everything has its benefit. I mean, there's a reason why you buy a bottle of Coke at the cashier's versus going in the back and getting a two liter, even though they're the same amount in money, but they're the different they're different amounts in actual quantity, right? It's convenience. And so it's just how much are you willing how much is your convenience? So let's piggy, let's piggyback on that because everyone's not going to be a buyer, right? Everyone's not a buyer. People aren't there yet. Right. What are some of the pros of being a renter? Because I think there are some pros of being a renter. I think the ability to pick up and get the hell out whenever the hell you want is a really nice ability, like a really nice thing about being a renter. Well, I mean, there's breaking your lease, but mm. yeah. But even with your lease, I mean, a lot of the leases they require there's a punishment, so you can either do two months. But if like a lot of the apartment complexes that I have lived in personally, we have like a 99 percent occupancy rate, and so one of the one of the things that you can pick is that you know you just leave your lease and they rent it out as soon as they can. Yeah. With people who I've known in my in my old apartment building, they got their apartment rented out in two days. So they were able to leave the very next month. Their apartment is already rented out. They didn't own the complex, anything. It was fine. Yeah. So I, there is the ability to get up and go. So I think the you touched I mean, on I it feel earlier. Like with a house you can get up and go too if you want. I mean I don't really feel like that yeah. you know something with an apartment. I think you can. I think another benefit of renting is, L touched on it, is you don't have to take on the full blunt of the responsibilities, right? When your dishwasher goes bad or whatnot, you like, like you said, I can just call someone. Because everyone does not have the finances to repair what breaks, right? Right. So you own a house and then your AC unit goes out, your your heater goes out. You're like, damn, I'm right. like, I got to pay for this out of pocket. insurance and that's why you have warranties. Absolutely. Yeah. Insurance doesn't always cover the whole price though, right? Right. There's deductibles. I mean, yeah. it, it depends on what type of coverage you you get, you know. It's true. And, and insurance true. isn't as quick. You know, you call your landlord, it's quick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've been obviously I mean, living for a while. I personally didn't like about you know living in an apartment is that there's someone who always has a key mm. to my place. Yeah. And there was this one apartment that I lived in, and I knew they were coming into my apartment when I was gone. I couldn't mm. prove it. Yeah. But I knew, like, I would come back home, lights would be on that I didn't leave on. Mm. You know. Pillows would be moved like from one couch to the other couch. Um, you had a ghost. Yeah, I had someone in the sales office come into <laughs> my apartment and chilling every day and doing who knows what. Yeah, that's a definitely an invasion of privacy on that. Yeah. I would be pissed off about people that. People on top of me, people under me. It's nah. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't bother me. Luckily, I've been really lucky with my neighbors, and I haven't that's had any, good. any creepy. Um, people. Another uh, another benefit I think of apartments you is didn't have a creeper across the hall or something like that. You didn't that was her own doing. Though. That was my that was my own doing. <laughs> that was her own doing. That was my own bad judgment decision <laughs> okay, making. I was like, I, I, <laughs> Never going to date with someone who lives literally across the street from you. You will regret it. Never. Uh, another perk, though, is I feel like you can. It's better living in an apartment. So 
like kind of like when you buy a house, you have to manage your expectations. You know what I mean? So if you have a, um, like the kind of apartment I have in a house would be a lot more ex- like expensive, I, I would believe. It would be much more of expensive of house. So I have champagne taste. I like like I like nice things too, and I I think that what I've learned from being on the TV show. Remember, I was on a TV show. Y'all know that I was on a TV. No, show? what the hell are you talking about? First of all, that was so random the way you introed yeah, that. Like, because I'm thinking about it about how I what I learned. What from t- being t- were you on Ricky show. Lake? No, I was on um, Holmes. Bi- Holmes. Oh buys yes, it right. with your ex. With my ex. Wait, what? I forgot about Holmes that. Holmes buys it right. Holmes buys it. Mike. Holmes. Yes, but it was HGTV, right? HG, oh no, the DIY, D- DIY, DIY channel, and so I was on. I actually TV watch show. Homes, what? and then I saw yeah. your commercial, and I was like, "Is that Jay?" Yeah, I was on there, and so I definitely didn't know that. Yeah, so if you search, if you search Mike Mike Holmes buys it right, it's probably I'm, it's out there for the world to see now. You I know, know. but uh, what he taught me and was super dope is that obviously, like we would, we wouldn't even go inside the house mm-hmm. until for a long time. We would walk around the entire house. Look at the roof. Look at the groundwork, the foundation going underneath the the ad. Uh, what do they call it? Not the ad. The little the little crawl hole, space. Crawl yeah. space. He was like, it's better to find a house with good bones and build that instead of buying a house that looks look pretty, right? So going back to the champagne taste, I have champagne taste too. But I learned that you know what? If it has good bones, then I just need it. I need to get it. I can always add to well, the, the yeah, champagne taste I mean, later, this you is know. Also, why you know you get a home inspection prior to closing. Yeah, you know you get everything checked from you know what I've called the rooter to the tutor. You know you get everything checked: the roof, the AC. They crawl under. You know they look for water damage. You know, um, was there ever a, a, a fire in this house? You know anything? Um, and I, you know, bought a home that I've had to put a little bit of work into. Um, well, not really that I had to. I mean, it, it was moving ready. But, yeah. you know, like I said, I like nice things as well. Put so, you, and you want to put your own little taste yeah, on Yeah, exactly. It. So I completely gutted the, you know, master bathroom. New floors, new shower, um, you know, new vanity, mirrors, everything, you so, know. So that's that's probably a con of being a renter is that you can't do anything other than maybe paint, paint an accent wall, right? Like right, a, yeah. You're limited as you're to how limited. you can... yeah switch up your space and i love i love interior design and so for me it's, it's like oh you're gonna paint the, someone won't even let you paint, paint a wall yeah like you just yeah. got to deal with whatever they give you and you, you know? can't hang things sometimes because you can't put any holes in the wall you know you have to use that kind of uh what are those called the sticky things the tacky no it's called um the command strips yes yes command mm. strips thank you cool. <laughs> yeah i mean we're not trying to discourage people who are renters who don't want to buy because i think that's definitely a population out there that does not want to buy and if that's the case fine but i do think it's better to be able to build some wealth and most people know that through house ownership you can build your wealth you can build generational wealth like you said yeah. earlier through through buying a house which which i think is important in the black community yeah i mean i i actually look forward to the day when i move out of my current house and I'm renting it to someone, you know, and that becomes an investment property. And now that's something that I have in my financial portfolio as, mm. you know, another stream of income. So, I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's just a lot to think about. Um, of course, I'm always going to, you know, advocate for home ownership for a multitude of reasons. And, you know, if anyone has any questions or they want to reach out to me about it, you know, definitely feel free to do that. How would they reach out to you, Mo? Um, shoot me in, um, shoot me an email. You can reach me at m. Wilburn, W-I-L-B-U-R-N, at the B-R-G group.com. 
So 40 acres in, in a mortgage, do you think the government <laughs> owes us um, 40 acres? I think yes. the government owes a lot of people a lot of things. I mean, even before us, I mean, the Native Americans are owed pretty now, much see, all of the United States back. Pretty right. much. And I was going to bring that up. <laughs> they got at least some they reparations. Got, they got some reparations. <laughs> they got some back. They have their, the Native Americans have their, their um, reservations. Mm-hmm. And with that have come a lot of um, you casinos. You live on a reservation? <laughs> probably, probably not. But at least they have something that they can claim as their own. What right. do, what do mm-hmm. black Americans have that, I mean, obviously government say, oh, you know what, we kind of did the Native Americans kind of wrong. Let's give them something back. Now, I don't know how much money they get back from the, the casinos. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, but I do think that we are long overdue. But the thing is, it's not coming. So if anyone's waiting for it's that, not. It's, not, it's, it's never not happening. Gonna happen. It's not going to happen. It's crazy because the people, that there are people who are still millionaires and billionaires to this day based off of money from the, the, the backs of black people. Absolutely. You know, like when you think about why America was so successful, um, because you know now we think about the fact that we used to outs we outsource everything now you know right. to China whatever the case is but you know back in the day we were the outs so like <laughs> you know they they got slaves slaves to do everything imagine if you could have an un if you had a business and you could have an unlimited you know group of people that worked for free mm-hmm. and all you had to do was house them and there was no like requirement of how you had to house them right. and you needed to feed them you know enough to survive and that's pretty much it like imagine if those people were working for you for 12 hours a day how successful you would be yeah. you know it's terrible but that's the reality of it so it's crazy that there are people who are still literally i mean rich off of that and and but black people get the stigma of being lazy yeah black people get the stigma of being lazy of being you know up to no good or not working hard but it's like how lazy do you have to be to literally go to another continent (laughs) get a group of people and come back because you are so unwilling to work your own land Right. I'm glad you just brought that up. That's a perfect perfect for my next question. I was going to ask you guys. Okay. So the reason I brought up Akon early in in that sounds familiar because he just did a video recently saying that if all the black people all went back to Africa, that Africa would be the new Dubai. Like it would be over. I read that. And so my question to y'all is um, if if a country in Africa actually said, hey, y'all come back here, we will give you land as an incentive to come back, would you go? And do you think black people would go back to Africa if they had land there? Okay, well, first of all, I think the majority of black people would not go. Yeah. Why do you think that is? Because they are so used to America and, you know, the luxuries, quote-unquote, and, you know, conveniences of America. And... You know, unfortunately, a lot of people, when they think of Africa, they still think about these 1-800 commercials mm-hmm. with the little kid with the flies in his eye and, yeah. you know, right. the starving kids with the, you know, distended bellies mm-hmm. and like, that's what they think. They don't realize Africa has like cities, you Absolutely. know, I mean, they Absolutely. have, you know, towering buildings yeah. and paved roads. And, right. There's a know? whole civilization there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like everyone doesn't live in huts and, you know. Would you go? If they say, hey, I'm going to give you some land, a couple of acres to come back and live amongst um, Africans here, would you start over and go to build some new wealth? I 
honestly don't know. Mm. I I that's not something I could answer quickly. Like I would yeah. have to weigh out a lot of different things, you know. Oh. No. No? Why? Yeah, because if I want to do that, I could do that right now in Alaska. They pretty much pay you to go to Alaska. They who give you a live, stipend. Who wants to live in Alaska? Alaska exactly. It's who wants to live cold. in Alaska? <laughs> ain't, no, ain't no black person really going to Alaska. They can ask, offer you a hundred hundred thousand a year. It's like the hot version of Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I'd go. You know, at the end of the day, this is where I was born and raised. This America is home for me. Um, and I've traveled a lot. And I can appreciate other countries i can appreciate other cultures but there's something about the culture that you know yeah uh, <laughs> and a, that you at some level you can navigate around and and um that would require my whole family to pick up and go and, and my parents ain't going nowhere so i'm saying right here see i'm a little i've always been a loner and as far as like doing my own thing and so i think i would probably pick up and go and because I mean, I don't have land here now, so it's not like I, it's not like I'm starting over like crazy. Right. I'm about to buy some land, but I don't know. That's, I think it's an interesting proposition. They haven't offered it, obviously. Yeah, <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> but if it ever came up, I'm just saying, Africa. Uh, Jay Noetic wants to go ahead and get an invite, <laughs> and, and Monique wants to consider. I mean, I, I do like chocolate men, so you know, okay. Africa has no shortage. I can't speak on that either. <laughs> All right. All right, guys, let's go ahead and transfer into our next topic. All right. What's which is, topic? what's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? Why you, why you never sing with me no more? You always be going a whole different key different. Let's try it again. No, I don't want mm. to. I'm over it. <laughs> I'm done with you. Because I want... I, want yeah, I got you. What's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? What's your ish? Uh-uh, don't kill the <laughs> uh-uh, This is a duet. Okay. okay. Uh, 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 Not a trio. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what's your ish, Jay Noetic? I gotta yes. go first? Yeah. All right. So my ish this week, and I, I'm kind of mad at myself because I didn't bring it to show you ladies um, is a new beard oil that I really oh. You're freaking obsessed with beard oils by now. The beard oil is really good. Because, you know, if you got a lady up close on you, she laying her head, head on your shoulder, she want to smell that good good. So... Let me feel your beard. Mm. I thought it would be softer. Yeah. Oh, no. No, but my, I have a very um, rough beard. But if Naturally? I, yeah, but if I use cream and all that stuff, then it makes it softer. But... Um, I'm using this beard oil called Debonair. Well, it's, come, it's from Debonair Beard Company. Um, and it has like avocado in it, which you love. And so it has vitamin E and it, it has really good, all these good resources. And so the one I'm using is called Mahogany Teakwood. And it's amazing. And so I found out about it because um, I, was a, I had a membership to this thing called Dapper Black Box. And they send you products from, from black companies. Okay. And so the beard oil was in it. And so I put it on. I was like, damn, this beard oil is amazing. So everyone <laughs> that has smelt, smelt up on that beard oil, they love it. So that's my thing. That's my <laughs> ish. I will post a picture of it so you can see it. Oh, you bought me some beard oil um, for my birthday or in February. I did. And so I just finished that using that beard oil. Aww. So that was good as well. But And so this Debonair is a black-owned company. So that's why I really okay. love it. And love so, that. yeah. So you can find them on Instagram. Debonair, D-E-B-O-N-A-I-R, Beard, C-O. And fellas, so if you have a beard, go get that oil. Ladies, if you have a man with a beard, go get that oil. <laughs> what's your ish? Right, what's your ish, Momo? Um, dun, dun, dun. Yeah, 
I didn't know I was going to do an ish. It could be anything. It could be anything. What is your jam right now? What are you using nonstop? Or something, Ooh. yeah. Or listening to nonstop or oh, watching okay. nonstop. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Um, listening to nonstop. There is, okay, well, um, as a lot of you know, Miss Ella May. Um, Great album, yes, yes. Yes, her album just dropped. Uh, but even before it dropped, there was one single that I was listening to nonstop, and I still am. I'm glad she put it on the album. It's called Naked. Oh, yeah, I love mm. Naked. I love, 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 love that song. That's a good What's Your Ish. Yes. I don't know if, I heard, if I've heard Naked. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. I like her new album, though. The album's actually really good. And so... I stumped them last week with one of her songs. They didn't know I who heard, it was. yeah. So, yeah, that's the one. L, what's your ish? My ish, which you either know or you don't know. If you know, you're gonna look at this. Is gonna seem stupid to you, but if you don't know, your mind is gonna be freaking blown. All right, so I made guacamole the other day. Everybody knows the problem with guacamole is you need to eat it that same day, or if you put it in the fridge, it looks disgusting the next day. I see. I didn't know that. Yeah, it gets brown. It gets brown, unless. Unless what? I stored my guac just in a moment of geniusness in an airtight container. Mm -hmm. No brown the next day. It was good for two freaking days. Yeah. Which is literally unheard of. Like, literally unheard of. I mean, green, not brown, for two days. I could not believe it. So that's really good. I also heard that if you like do like a squeeze of lemon on top I did of that it, too. Yeah, then it won't turn brown. Okay. Yes. Hmm. I'm here for the green guac. I don't I'm really, just I saying. don't I don't make guac, but I love eating guac. Though. I love guac and I hate yes. the fact that like if you do make it, it's always hard to figure out the right quantity. And then if you want to store it then, like for the next day, it's always like what the hell? Mm-hmm. I don't want to eat that. Avocado, is it pricey to buy? That's what guac is, right? Part yeah, yeah. is avocado. Yeah. It's mostly avocado, yeah. And yeah, it's pricey. Yeah. That's why they always charge extra for it when you go to places. Guac is extra. And <laughs> avocado is extra. Mm. Well, so I, that's my ish, y'all. You got, you, any, sure? you got any leftover? You, no, I ate it all. Oh. <laughs> but airtight containers to store your guac. And I think I'm going to use it for apples because, you know, apples too get a little bit of brown so i'm gonna squ- squirt some lemon on it and then use squirt them. it really really and use airtight containers and see how that works this is my new thing though airtight containers life i will have to check out check out some airtight containers all right guys you ready for the advice piece advice piece but we're calling Bring it something it. else right what are we calling it i don't know you tell me you said we were calling it. You said we were calling you it. You said you liked it. I did like it. What were we calling what it? What is it? Tell us. <laughs> we're calling it Stories from the Gram. Stories from the Gram. Stories from the Instagram. So, so stories like, that we find online that people have posted and talk about. That we think are interesting. So like IG stories. Like they have the... It could be, but it could okay. be like, oh, cool. this is a sm- submitted post. Someone had a question, you know, this is what they're dealing with. So we mm-hmm. find it, we read it. So normally we do a little advice piece, but we're going to switch it up. Because moving forward, we're going into the new year, so we're yes. going to call this Stories from the Gram. Let's go, Elle. What you got? It needs a thing, so. All it right. It does. It really does. <laughs> so, I think this man is looking for advice. He goes, how do men get matched on Tinder? I have a wide variety of photos and a personalized bio. Mm. But in two weeks, I've got, I haven't gotten a single match. And... um. In a month, I've only gotten one match with an empty bio who still doesn't 
reply, pretty sure it's a bot. Help me. <laughs> well, <laughs> I will say that online dating, what's that laugh for? Because he said he pretty sure it's a bot. Yeah. Yeah. Probably is a bot. I don't trust it, Bora. I don't trust it. Um, dating Online dating has not really been too beneficial for me personally until recently. But um, Tinder, I my ex actually was from Tinder a couple years ago. But I didn't matter to me people on there. And so what's it? He, he didn't have a name, did he? No. What are we call him. Don't say Jerome. What are we going to call him? Dennis. Dennis. That's my daddy's name. Dennis. So <laughs> Dennis, I I would say, what's, what's your picture look like, first of all? What kind of pictures do you have? Do you have all selfies? Because you have all selfies. That's a no-go. You don't want to have all selfies. You need to have a good variety of a couple selfies, a couple full body. I prefer them be all selfies. Mm-mm. Well, like I want full body selfies too, though. You don't want to see them nice. out and about with friends. No, because the worst thing you can do is have a picture of your friend. And I think he's cuter than you. Yeah. Because then I don't want to go out with you because I might want to go out with your friend. Or like mm. all your pictures are with friends, and then I'm not even sure which yeah, one is yeah, you. you. Yeah, you don't want to do that either. You don't want to do that either. Flannel shirt? Is it the V-neck guy? Like, yeah. Well, they say a profile with all with all selfies though is not necessarily a good thing either. Like, it says yourself uh not um, like yourself absorbed self absorbed like, yeah. etc so they say have a good mixture so but tinder has not been i have never had any success on there except your ex-girlfriend am i single yes i have not had success on there <laughs> all right i i don't have much you know to say about you know tinder and dating online because that's not really my jam but um i have perused in in the past and i perused. will say um, that the profiles that I liked were, yes, the ones that had uh, multiple pictures. You know, I like a close-up. I, you know, I appreciate a close-up. <laughs> um, you know, so a selfie, a full body, definitely. Um, but then also, like, what they write. I know people think that people don't read that stuff, but I think women, at least, read. And I hate when it says, just ask. Yeah. Like, no, yeah. no, I'm not going to just ask. That's why they gave you 300 characters so yeah. that you could put something in there that would entice me to maybe. I feel like it's lazy. It's lazy. <laughs> it is not lazy. To put something so in the profile. Lazy. Like, come like, on. You don't even have to put anything of substance. I think once I put, I like to make up my own holidays. Just like I just put something. something like put something that's your personality. They just want to see who you are. I literally do make up my own holidays on occasion, and so you, you know. A, do you have a dating profile? I do. Can I see it? No. <laughs> what, what side are you, you know on? What? I I'm actually really curious to see what Tinder looks like from the guy side. Like I want to see what like all the female profiles look are like. looking like. Yeah. yeah. Versus I'm, I'm the really male. Curious. The male um, profiles are hilarious. I I imagine so, but I don't know. I. Uh, Tinder is not I would ask you, sir, Dennis, <laughs> are Dennis. you, are you, are you a man who bats a pretty good average in real life? Right. So you're asking like, why are you not getting any matches? Like, are you traditionally attractive? Um, because if you're not, then online is not going to work for you. Right. Um, if you're not traditionally attractive, right. You're still someone's still gonna think you hella cute and fly, but you generally those kind of people I feel like are not gonna be as successful in an online space where it's all based on looks. I think, I think, and not to, not to toot my own horn, but I'm a fairly attractive guy, and I've never I've had that same problem of not having women like uh, match with me, send me messages or whatnot. 
a lot of times from the feedback I've gotten, they think I'm on there just playing games or that I'm, that I'm a player, et cetera, et cetera. I think part of it also is that women is, are inundated with messages and connections with guys being in the inbox. So it's hard for women to just say, okay, oh, I got, I got another message. Let me go talk to this guy. And it's probably burnt out, right? But I ran into that problem as well. And so I'm not, I'm not ugly. And I just think sometimes, for whatever reason, it's a setup. Like I don't, I don't trust algorithms. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I would tell him to try different, different dating, dating apps and and situations. But don't give up on being in person, though, because in person yeah. could be a, a a good thing, especially if you have a good personality. Yeah, and I think that's a big one. You know, like like Elle said, if he's not, you know, someone who is really batting high in the looks department then he is really going to have to lean on his personality, which, you know, unfortunately is not something that is going to read well through an app where you swipe left or swipe right. Yeah. What uh, What is um, batting average? Like, what's, what do you consider batting average? Both of y'all said I think that. every woman has their own definition of, of course, but what ideally, is attractive. On, on a scale of one to ten, what do you think average is? Are you saying five is average? Is that what average, uh, average looking guy is a five? Or are you saying an average looking guy could be average, a... Average, a five seems really low. Like, I... Yeah, uh, don't look at Elle. Don't let her influence uh, you. No, I'm, I, I'm not. No, you know what? That's that's one really good thing. Like Elle and I, you know, being like girlfriends, we have different, completely, completely different, different tastes. Taste. Oh my and god, then, which which is great. Yeah, there will never be an instance where never. there's a guy that both of us want. That okay. would never. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just keep getting out there, man, and don't don't let the, the not getting any likes or matches discourage you. Yeah, and you only need to match with one, right? That's the thing about it. You just need to yeah. match with one. So, mm-hmm. a I wouldn't I wouldn't put all your balls in one basket, hey. right? So definitely try to like introduce yourself into a hobby, like you know, learn to dance or start running or you know, join a tennis club or whatever. Like those are great. Ideas, you know, yeah. ways to get out and meet people. I still think needs to be an option and. You know, try some other dating apps and just see how you go. Also, try to switch up your pictures. Maybe you have too many pictures. Maybe you need three or four um, wide variety. And maybe you need to edit your bio. So if your bio is taking all 300 characters, chances are it's too long. If your bio is talking about the kind of woman you don't want, take it off. Um, (laughs) If your bio has anything negative, one thing... Don't sound bitter. Yeah, the things that I'm always looking for in people's bio is... Do they sound like I don't want people wasting my time? Yeah, and, do not have an um, aggressive sounding bio. Like when I read something that's super aggressive, like that's such a turn off. Yeah. It doesn't matter how attractive you are. Or bitter or negative. So make sure that your bio is only positive and it is only speaking about you and the positive things about you, which does not include your money or what you buy or <laughs> what you own. You know what I find funny is the profiles that say, I don't like drama. Who likes drama? Yes. Why do people say that? I don't like drama. I want no drama. Clearly, you have been making decisions that have put you in drama situations. So maybe you Thank do like you. drama. So I always laugh when I see them. I'm like, okay, I don't think anyone really likes drama. But All right. That's some good advice for the stories from the gram. From the gram. All right, guys. If you um, want to, if you have a story from the gram that you see, go ahead and tag us in it. You can tag us on Facebook at All Tino Shade. You can tag us on IG at All Tino Shade Podcast. You can email us at All Tino Shade podcast at gmail.com and once again if you have your own advice we'll still take those uh, our number is 646-481-2368 you can leave a voicemail or send us a novel text message all right final sip y'all 
final sip. You have anything for the final sip? Anything for the final anything sip? Anything extra you want to say or tell final people? Final sip. Yes. Again, <laughs> look into home ownership. Right. Um, one thing that I did want to say, we're here in Florida. I know your listeners are worldwide. 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 But um, since we're here in Florida, I'm going to focus on that. Uh, there is a website for first-time home buyers. It's called MyFirstFloridaHome.com. If you are thinking about purchasing a home, please use this website. It's a great resource. Um, they offer down payment assistance for first-time nice. home buyers. Um, there are some limitations and some qualifications. Uh, one would be that you have to have a minimum 640 credit score. Uh, if you're a single person, you can't make more than 60000 uh, For a two-person household, you can't make more than 67000 um, and, you know, a few other things, but I would definitely check that out. Uh, once again, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me at M W I L B U R N at the B R G group.com. So have you, <laughs> why are you looking like that? Huh? All right. So do y'all remember back in 2001, the football player that was convicted of hiring a hitman to kill his pregnant girlfriend. Yes, I remember that story. His name was Ray Carruth. Do you remember that? No. Well, he is he hired someone to kill his girlfriend 17 years ago. And obviously she died from the 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 attempted, well, the successful uh attack on her life. But he's about to get out recently. He's about to get out mm, in a couple of days. And so a lot of people are protesting and saying he shouldn't get out. Um, his son is 18 years old now, um, but suffers from a cerebral palsy mm-hmm. um, due to the complication of his of his mother dying in the hospital. Two questions for y'all. One, do you think Ray should be allowed to be part of his son's life? He said he wants to be. And two, do you think Ray Carew should be forgiven and released for what he did? I mean, right off the bat, I want to say no, but I also believe that that is 100% up to the son if he wants to have a relationship with his father or not. Yeah. Um, and then what should he be released? That was the second. Yeah. Should he, should he be released? Has he, has he paid the price for what he has done? Um, that one, I I don't know. I mean, there, there was a murder involved. I mean, he didn't do the murdering, but he hired. Yeah. He was the procuring cause of the murder. So yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I would assume that the murderer is still in jail. Uh, Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure they are. Um, I'm not really sure. Um, the grandmother has come out recently and saying that she does not want Ray Carruth to be part of the son's life, um, for what he has done. Um, I don't think the son can actually make decisions decisions because of the cerebral palsy. Mm -hmm. Um, um, but Ray said he wants to be part of his son's life once he gets out. He's only met him twice in 18 years. So, Elle, do you think he should be allowed to? I don't think that I can answer that. I think um, it really just depends on what you think the prison system is there for. Is it there to rehabilitate it? Is it there as a punishment? Um, what is the expected outcome for putting people in there? Unfortunately, I think we put people in there and we don't. Um, really think about the outcome. And so mm-hmm. I can't tell you whether or not he has really repented, I guess, and not from a religious sense, but if he and the person he is now um, regrets and wouldn't do something like that again. I think, you know, it's been 17 years. It's a long amount of time. I think you would need a couple of people to sit down and have some interviews with him and, um, try to figure him out 
and I know they don't do that, but before they really decide whether or not to release him. Um, but I won't say no because I think everybody has the ability to change. Yeah, I think, um, yeah. And so if we are going to keep them in jail, I think you have to give them the ability to get out for most Maybe not all. I don't know. Because to me, he, it's just like if he would have pulled the trigger. He's a murderer to me. Yeah. Um, and so whether or not he should be get out of jail, I don't know. Whether or not he should have a relationship with his child, absolutely not. I think he lost that right and that privilege when he hired someone to kill him. Yeah. Yeah. I think that people who, if you do the time that when, when you get out, you should be able to be back in society. Um I don't always agree with that, but I know there are people out there who have felonies for um, robbery or stuff like that, that they they can't vote anymore. They can't, uh, you know, survive as a human being outside of that uh, outside of the prison walls. And so while I don't agree that Ray for what Ray did, I do think that 17 years is a long ass time to to change. And I think most people um, do change. But obviously, there's a population that that doesn't. Um, I do think that both people. There's two reasons. You said like, what do you believe this system for? Is it to rehabilitate or to imprison? I think it's both. I think that the prison is there to prison you, punish you for what you're doing, but you also have opportunity to to get better. So, I don't know. We'll see. But that's my final sip. All right. With that, I'm gonna call this sip session done. Holla. Holla.